the Lord gave the word, and great was the company of them that published it. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Welcome to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast that reaches around the world daily with the good news about Jesus Christ our Lord. I am your host, Bishop Fred A. Carwell Sr. Now lend me your ear and let's go inside of Know Your Bible and hear God's life-changing word. Welcome to Know Your Bible. Today's message, What Can We Say to These Things? And now here is Bishop Caldwell. You quit allowing the world to put down your Christianity and your connection and your relationship with Jesus Christ. If everybody over there want to go to hell dancing on one foot, okay, then you just have to let them go. You just make sure the choice you made to accept Jesus is real. Come on now. That's why when Paul looked at the world, he said, you know what? I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I. It ain't, it ain't me that's living this life because I cannot live the Christian life, and you cannot either. When you do good, you have to wait for your next marching orders. What's the next good thing you're going to do? That men may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. So when we talk about predestination, what does that mean? God has predetermined that everyone that's born into this world is born a sinner. And need to hear the gospel of Jesus Christ to decide if they're going to accept him or not. Even though they were chosen before the foundation of the world is still your choice. So God is saying, listen, I want you forever, eternally saved. I want you to live eternally with me. And then he says, do you want that? You say, well, yes. Well, what must I do to be saved? Call on Jesus, God's eternal son. Invite him into your heart and salvation is yours. That's all I have to do. That's all you have to do. Everything else has already been taken care of. But what God will not do, he will not override your will to be saved. You don't want to be saved? Go to hell. I mean, there's no other place. So predestination means that when the sinner comes to Jesus, hallelujah, and accepts Jesus as Lord and Savior, then that sinner is confirming what God already knew. And the Holy Spirit takes that sinner's spirit and baptizes that individual into the body of Christ. That's predestination. It's just like, it's just like uh, okay, I was raising a housing project, so a whole lot of people over there, as far as I knew, did not go fishing. But I heard about some people that, you know, that did go fishing. And what did they do? They had, that back in those days, you know, colored people ain't had no rod. They had a dried out sugar cane. 
and they put this line on it and put a hook on it and they went to Cross Lake to fish for some brim. But you know what they had? They had a bucket. Why did they have that bucket? Because it was predetermined that when I catch these fish, they're going in this bucket. That's predestination. When this person turns to me, I'm going to place them in Christ. <laughs> okay, let me give you something else you can look at. You say, well, I'm going to Atlanta. I'm going to the ATL. Well, when are you going? I'm going for Easter. Yeah, yeah. Have you made reservations? Yes, I have. When are you leaving? I'm leaving on Good Friday. At 4.15 p.m. And I'm leaving from Shreveport Regional on flight 1212. Don't you understand that it was predetermined? That on Good Friday you leaving on flight 1212 headed to Atlanta? Don't you know God predetermined that everyone that will come to Christ will be baptized into Christ? That's your bucket. And oh yeah, by the way, you can't get out of the bucket. Once saved, always saved. If, if man didn't put you in Christ, he can't take you out. You're sealed until the day of redemption. What shall we say to these things? Let me see if I can help somebody out. You need to be saying the same thing God is saying. I'm saved. I'm sanctified. And I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. Now if God be for us. And has done all these wonderful things for us. Who in their right mind. Can be successful by being against us. Mm -mm. No one. So predestination. And God has already decided. That through the trials that we go through. Through the temptation and test that we face. Jesus learned obedience by the things he suffered. So what you are going through, God is knocking the rough edges off of you. See, listen, those of you that have no patience, God give you a friend that gets on your nerves. <laughs> did, a, did, a, did a face just jump up in your head? That, purpose, that person is in your life to fulfill a purpose. What is that? To show you how to shut up and slow down and realize you can't do nothing to change this person. Trials and tribulations is what the Lord uses to conform us to the image of his son. Jesus suffered. What? Persecution. Persecution is a blessing because it's going to knock the rough edges off of you. Uh-huh. It's some folk that get on your last nerve. They're supposed to until you humble yourself and realize, could I possibly be getting on somebody else's nerves? And the answer to that, yeah. And the question is, why didn't somebody tell me? They tried to, but 
you are so finicky and your feelings get hurt so easily so people just let you be the fool. To be conformed to the image of God's son means, listen, if I can't take stuff, I shouldn't be giving out stuff. If I can't take it, I can't make it. I cannot be victorious in this world if I'm going to cry about everything. Neither can I be a blessing to anybody else if I'm crying about everything. And because you got age attached to yourself, you 55, you 75, doesn't mean you grown. Doesn't mean you grown. People still can't tell you the truth without you falling out with them. And the same Bible tells us to speak the truth in love. So if you got somebody in your life you can't tell the truth to and I don't mean just nitpicking somebody half crazy to death but I mean you, 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 you. hey that's the best I can do with that <laughs> that's, that's the best thank God for the one clapper If some people can get on your last nerve, they're supposed to, until you grow up to learn how to receive them and quit trying to change them. That we might be conformed to the image of God's son, how? Through trials and through tribulations. And if you can't go through, you can't get to. Praise Jesus. You still here? And then... There's another thing here. We've been called. Now, if you, if you look in the 29th verse again, for whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son, that he might be, listen to this, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Jesus was the first one back from the dead to show us that if we go through the doorway of death here, he going to raise us up too. You missed an opportunity to shout right there. I'm getting around to it if God be for us. Hold on. Because we got so much to be thankful for before we look at God and how awesome he is. So whatever you're going through today, it's already defeated. Whatever's trying to pull you down, it's already under your feet. Tell your neighbor, you got to get your mind right. All right, look at verse 30. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, a mark out beforehand, or baptize them by the Holy Spirit into the body of Christ, for whom he did predestinate, them he also called. Somebody say called. Now, <laughs> when we use the word called in our vernacular and in our generation, we think that that's only attached to preachers. Oh, God called you? Yeah, he called me. When did he call you? It was about 2.38 this morning. 
Well, what were you doing? He woke me up and told me to go preach his gospel. Is that right? Yeah. Call. Kaleo. We've seen it in our black churches forever. We call them old 100s. Call and respond. So when we talk about being called, God called us out of darkness into his marvelous light through the preaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ. And a lot of our foreparents that could not read because it was against the law to teach them to read, a lot of them tried to find God in nature. My head get wet, got my head got wet with the midnight dew, they say. And in our historical churches, charge to keep I have. Uh-huh. That's a response. That's call and response. So what did God use to call us by? The gospel. What happened when we didn't hear no gospel and all hell had broken loose in our lives? Then we tried to figure out who can I find that would help me because I got trouble on every hand? Then the Lord showed up and said, I'll help you. That's what he did in my life. I'll help you. And I said, I sure need it. I surely need for you to help me. But see, a lot of times... It's almost like God can't get his people to do anything until tragedy strikes. And that's not the way it ought to be. We ought to do it because we love the Lord. He heard our cry and pitied our every groan. Do it out of love. All things work together for good to them that love God. And those who are the called. Called. According to his purpose. So whatever the enemy did. The Lord turned it around for your good. And he drew you with love and kindness. And with tender mercies. And in your heart. It was filled with gratitude. Lord just thank you. Thank you. Thank you for all that you've done for me. So sometimes tragedy. Can be a calling card. Bankrupts and losing everything. That, that you have. Because you, you thought you had it all together. And didn't need God. Now you don't have nothing. So guess what. Now you calling him. And what God wants us to understand. Is whatever you face in this life. God says I got you. I've already overcome that. I've overcome everything in this world that will ever try to overcome you. That's why if God be for us, who then can be against us? Now when we talk about called, it's not always a tragic situation that gets our attention. Like for instance, this presidential election coming up. 
It's got all my attention. It should have all of your attention because this is bad. And if anybody on the sound of my voice talking about not voting, then I, I just need to be kind to you because it's Sunday morning. That's all I'm reading. I'm going to be kind to you. It's got to be something wrong with you mentally. You talking about not voting. Does that mean you like what you what you what you under? Does that mean what what? God expect us to make wise choices. Why vote for hate when you can vote for love? Would you rather be under somebody who has your best interest in mind or would you like to continue on with someone who is super narcissistic? Super I say, God, deliver all of us that's about self in here. Real Christianity is about the other fellow. So-called. Now, we've seen foreknowledge. We've seen predestination. Now, let me take a minute or two to look at this called. Because God never has any wasted motions and God's word will never return unto him void. Can you say these words? My life has meaning. Because God gave my life meaning. Don't you let nobody put you down. Because God has already picked you up. All right, let's look at this and we're moving on. I need you to go to Ephesians. Go right, young man. Ephesians chapter 1, called. See, when you think about God being the eternal God, and you think about him calling us by his grace, when the Holy Ghost put grace in there, that's showing all of us that none of us deserve anything from the Lord. He did it all by his grace. Now that's what I'm talking about. Man, I felt that one deep. I know I don't deserve to be saved. I don't deserve to be up here trying to talk to you about nothing. But God. God! He's the answer for all the ills in the world today. Jesus is the answer. Not Donald Trump. And when Christians in this country realize that, they won't vote for hate. It will be for some people good to abandon your so-called party and do the right thing. That's what this is about. And I challenge all my white brothers and sisters out there that's all caught up and mesmerized by what's going on in the White House. Have you looked at your Bible lately? If your brother's being oppressed by this administration. And you see, you, you, you got to understand what's going on. When you say make America great again, do you realize that that is a cold language 
for put them Negroes back in chains and back out in them fields and put the white man back over them and take all their property? That's what it means. Got some stupid unintelligent Negroes running around wagging their head. You want to be different? Lift up Jesus. You want to be different? Start speaking the Bible. Don't care who you are. It's time for Christians to stand up. Where are all, where are all the evangelicals now? When they had the two Corinthian men up there in, in, in Virginia. Where, where, where are they at now? They have accepted his mess because he's white. Now you get the revelation why God made us different colors. So that we could love one another in spite of. And show the world a witness. Now nah, I'm going to go and vote for this white president because he's going to keep them Negroes in check. And they ain't going to be moving up into my neighborhood with my million dollar house. doesn't matter where a person lives. What matters is where is their heart. So to use these parties to keep us separated. It's enough to make you want to scream. Okay, called. See, my reason for being here on this earth ain't just to be here. I want my life to have meaning. I want my life to mean something. I want to be a blessing to somebody. Don't you? It's bad when you live and die and nobody even know your name. It's time for you to give yourself to the gospel. To the service of the Lord. To getting up in church, being effective in the anointing that God has on your life. Don't go around expecting other people to accept you and you have rejected your own self. Man, we've been called to do a good work. And this is what we're doing this morning. Even though you're sitting there looking at me, you're still in a good place. Are you in Ephesians chapter 1? All right. I'm going to read into your hearing verses uh, 3 through 7. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us. Somebody say I'm blessed. Who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. That's where the blessings are. In Christ. According as he hath chosen us <laughs> in him before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy, sanctified, separated, set aside. And without blame before him in love. How? By walking in love. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of sons by Jesus Christ to himself. Now we see here predestination not only does it mean to be in Christ. 
it means that God has determined that the only way that any sinner can get into his family is by being born again and then by being born again by accepting Jesus that we also have been adopted. Adopted? Yeah, because a natural sinner cannot be put into the body of Christ without spiritual rebirth. So we've been adopted. So if there's anybody on the sound of my voice that's been adopted and, and you don't know who your daddy is and you don't, you don't know any of that, well, let me tell you something. If you've accepted Jesus, you don't have to know none of that because they've already been adopted again. Today's message, What Can We Say to These Things? FC2985, FC2985 is now available on CD for only $10. And it may be purchased by calling Know Your Bible at 318-938-1885 or you can mail in your request to the Know Your Bible radio broadcast 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana 71119 or email us greenwoodacres at comcast.net. Know Your Bible radio broadcast is now available as a podcast. You can listen to Know Your Bible through Apple Podcast, Google Play Music, and Spotify. Simply search for Know Your Bible or Bishop Caldwell in either app. Tap the subscribe button and Know Your Bible will come to you automatically each time an episode is posted. Enjoy! Now the question is... Power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of Jesus. The power in the blood of Jesus on the cross at Calvary is God's resolution to the redemption of every lost sinner forever. Today is the day of salvation and now is the acceptable time because tomorrow is not promised. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou shalt be saved in your house. For whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Jesus said, come. The Father says, come. The Holy Spirit says, come. And I say, come. You need to come now. Now the question is, I was the chiefest of sinners, Paul says, and so say I. I called upon Jesus over 46 years ago, and he answered me, came into my heart, and brought with him the gift of eternal life. And he'll do the same for you if you call. Say these words to Jesus. Say, Jesus, I believe you are Lord. Come into my heart. I believe that God raised you from the dead. I accept you now, Lord, as my personal Lord and Savior. If you say those words, and if you mean those words, they are recorded in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans, verse 9 through 13. Welcome to the household of faith. Much, much love to you. Now the question's up. 
Hello, this is Bishop Caldwell, and this is the Know Your Bible radio broadcast. The world needs Jesus now more than ever before, and you can help us to reach the world for Jesus Christ. I ask for you to pray for what the Lord will have you to do as it relates to financial support toward Know Your Bible. And then send your gifts of love to Know Your Bible, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. That's the Know Your Bible radio broadcast, 7480 Greenwood Road, Shreveport, Louisiana, 71119. We also welcome your prayer requests and your praise reports. So until we meet again right here on Know Your Bible, you pray for me and I'll be praying for you. And guess what? We'll all be prayed for. Much, much love to you.